Hello and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast. This is Kimberly Kingsley and I'm your host. I'm happy to be here with you today. We are in the spring almost, actually the winter, what am I talking about? I'm in Arizona so winter feels like spring and this is my favorite time of year because the oranges are ripe and the grapefruits and I've been juicing Um, drinking the citrus in the mornings and the energy is out of this world. It's just life-changing. And so I would encourage you if you like to juice, um, that if you have access to citrus, that you, you have some like a big glass of grapefruit juice or a big glass of orange juice. It's just so enlivening. And on that note, I, I just I wanted to talk about something today that may seem antithetical to a high vibrational life, but it's actually not. I wanted to talk about a high vibrational death. And I bring this up um, not to get heavy and sad, but both my parents are on hospice right now, and I'm witnessing their transition. And... I, I, I've just been thinking a lot about death. And as you can tell from my voice, at this time, at this stage in the process, I'm not sad. Of course, I have waves. But for the most part, I have pride. And this pride stems from the way they've lived their life. And so this has really just inspired me to talk about what it means to have a high vibrational death. And I don't pretend to understand the process of death. Um, 20 years ago or so, I wrote a poem on it. Um, I've had some pretty vivid um, visualizations and and, uh, impressions of what the process of death is like. And the impression that I received is that it feels like progressive disintegration. So progressive disintegration of thoughts, progressive disintegration of different flow channels, progressive disintegration of suppressed emotion. So emotions that haven't been felt, um, positive and negative. So bringing our energy back into the single stream of consciousness that will then, with enough momentum, flow into the next plane of existence. So let me say that again. So disintegrating the different suppressed emotions, the different patterns, and integrating feelings that haven't been felt so that all these sub-flow channels that we have in our lives come back into one flow stream that gathers enough momentum to flow into the next plane of existence. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that a beautiful way of looking at death? Whether it's our own or whether it's someone around us. So now I'm feeling emotion. (laughs) Now I'm feeling emotion because I'm feeling the power 
and the truth in what I'm saying. So what makes for a high vibrational death? A high vibrational life, of course. But this is not a life of perfection. What makes for a high vibrational death, or or we could say the the most fluid transition would be that if we live a life as integrated as possible. And I use this word integrity a lot because I love the word integrity because I view it without the moral stigma. I view integrity as the tree trunk in my backyard. I view integrity as the the banks of a river. I view it as an organic phenomenon that is essential to the flow of any current. So in the case of a human being, the flow is energy, the flow is love, the flow is emotion, the flow is passion. All the different flavors, faces, textures, qualities of energy that enables us to feel alive. So what does this mean? It means that we take absolute responsibility for where we direct our energy. So it's interesting because we all wake up in the morning with a certain amount of energy. And what happens for many people is that the energy just begins circulating throughout familiar patterns. So immediately, we start thinking about the things that we think about 90% of the time. You know, what's going to happen with the day? You know, how we feel about the certain situation or person. The patterns, in a way, hijack our flow stream. And maybe these are patterns of emotion. Maybe this is a pattern of, you know, not feeling worthy or some kind of mental emotional constellation. So we wake up each day and our energy flows through these established patterns of thought and behavior. So we have our habits as well. And so living with an intentionality around having the most integrated, powerful flow stream possible while we're alive, I believe, is what is going to assist us in the most beautiful sacred transition. And for those of us who are witnessing this sacred transition in another, in a loved one, in anyone else, even from afar, just knowing about it. There are things that we can do to support them in facilitating this integrated flow stream. Last night I was with my parents and my father, who's starting to get pretty confused at this point, 
started talking about a cousin of his who passed away about a year ago. And he's told me about his cousin's passing multiple times. And last night he said to me, I'm just confused about Doug. I don't know if he died or not. Will you please call Sharon, his sister, and find out if he died, Kimberly? I said, Dad, he did, he did die. You told me he, he died. He's like, yeah, but I can't be sure. And so I talked to him about it, and, and we ended up calling his sister, and she said, yes, Roy, he did die. He passed away about a year ago, and he looked like an angel. He was beautiful. I felt my dad take a deep breath, sort of integrate that feeling, integrate that awareness. So just being present with him as he integrated something that he knew about cognitively, but maybe hadn't fully processed emotionally. Coming to the surface and moving through his awareness, his heaviness, his sadness. So we can be there for those that we love who are making their transition to help them to process these things, to help them to make amends. In some cases, a person who's getting ready to make their transition needs to make amends, needs to take responsibility or say they're sorry or say they wish they could have done better. We can help them by by either receiving that if we're on the other end of it or facilitating it and being gracious. Absolutely, we could all do better. You know, and and highlighting the things that the person did do. In the end, we know all that's left is love. All that's left is love. And and this is this is the topic of so many other talks that we could have. Because there are so many opportunities in a day for us to notice where our energy is going and to with gentle awareness, bring it back into our own flow stream and allow it to move in the direction that it wants to go. So that's, that's the simple um, energy management part of integrity and integration is right action, right? Just doing what we know to be right in the moment. And holding ourselves accountable. And putting our habits in their proper place. And not allowing our habits to be the boss of us. (laughs) But those other pieces are there too. You know, feeling. Giving ourselves the time and the space to allow suppressed feelings and emotions to surface. And they will. They want to. They're waiting. It's like a stagnant pool of water that grows 
bacteria that gets out of hand. It's, we are so not meant to be stagnant. And the moment an opening occurs, that energy just rushes in and through our awareness and into our integrated flow stream. And then there's the, there's the piece of forgiveness. It's a big piece for many people. I've found that the only way to forgive when something has happened that was, that's really hurtful is to take responsibility for our peace. What is it that I need to learn from this? What is it that I could do better? And as we do that, we can release them because we are no longer tangled up with their pattern. And sometimes it takes a minute. And when I say a minute, I'm, I mean years. <laughs> I mean, ideally, we don't want it to, but sometimes it takes a minute. But just each day, you know, taking our energy and bringing it back and letting it move through our heart center. A lack of forgiveness pulls the energy out of the system before it gets to the heart center. And then it creates this side river tributary that we loop around over and over again. So just gently pulling it back into awareness. Breathing. Allowing it to move through your heart center. It'll probably generate some tears. Some kind of emotion. That's okay. That's okay. So there's all these pieces to becoming integrated and to helping others integrate the fragments of their life stream. And then the actual transition. It's almost always sacred. I've never heard anyone who had the privilege of being witness to an actual passing. I've never heard anyone say that it wasn't sacred. But to get to that point, we have to reclaim everything. And it really is all about momentum. It's all about momentum in life and in death. So as we take command of our energy on a daily basis in life and direct it toward the things that we know is important, even if we have things going on in the background, health issues, financial issues, relationship issues, we take our energy and direct it toward what's important in the moment anyway. Of course, taking time to be still 
without thought and allowing the energy to move through the body, the heart center specifically. It's physical. So I just wanted to share this perspective. There's a lot of people who are making their transitions. I don't know if it's the time that we are living in. So incredibly accelerated. It's so incredibly um, high velocity, high transformation. Sometimes it's hard to hold on in this wild ride. Oh, I'm connecting with you. We're all connected in love. And visualizing the life that you are moving in and through your body. And as it does, we connect with others. And we can be there for those who are making their transition. We can be there for ourselves now and when it's time to make our own transition. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that this perspective offers kind of the conviction around why it's so important that we take command of our energy and allow it to propel our lives and, and move us and, and live through us. But we are the vessel. We are the integrated channel. We get to direct this beautiful energy stream. What a, what a gift, right? What a gift that we are in this body and we get to direct our energy toward service, toward creativity, toward innovation, toward raising children, toward athletics, toward music, toward whatever it is we choose. We get to direct our energy. Wow. On that note, I will leave you, and uh, thank you so much for tuning in. All, all my love, and until next time, be well.